So, all right. So today we have the pleasure of talking with Alex Surridge. He is a CNA and a CMA uh, at Advent Health Shawnee Mission. Alex, yeah. welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Excited to get into this field of figuring out what a CNA and a CMA is. So we have students that are currently in high school that are getting college credit through KCKCC uh, as CNAs and as or a CMA. Sure. So can you tell us a little bit how or what those are and what the difference between the two is? Yeah, no doubt. So CMA is Certified Medical Assistant. That is mainly outpatient-based, whether it be the primary care, specialties like neurology, endocrinology, stuff like that. Uh, CNA is Certified Nurses' Aid, and that's more inpatient-wise. So you're working inside a hospital. Okay. Um, and then what? how do you go about getting both of those certifications, or what, what would be the benefit of having both of those? Sure. Uh, well, yeah. Overall, like the benefit of having a CMA is you're outpatient, so you're working eight to five. So you've got a regular job Monday through Friday. Nurses aid in a hospital. You work three days a week, so you, th you work three 12-hour shifts. Um, it's a little bit work-life balance is a big thing you're looking for. If you like a regular routine, you might want to work outpatient. If you like, you know, the ability to only work three days a week. You get four days off. A lot of people like that. It's it's great for families. So, right, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about uh, your schooling and sure. how you got into, or how how did you get into being a, a CNA CMA? Yeah, uh, my the the dream I should say the end goal is to be a nurse. Uh, I'd like to go into wound care. That's kind of the specialty that really interests me. But my dad's a doctor. Both my grandparents were doctors. My sister's a nurse. My mom was a nurse. So medicine was kind of always there. I right. never really got into it until I was kind of outside of high school. I was really big into photography in high school, okay. but things kind of shifted. And the one thing I've always craved is human interaction. And there's really no better place to get that than a hospital. Right. Not much, not much humor, human interaction in photography. Not so much. <laughs> Compared to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, so school-wise, where did you go to get your certifications at? Yeah. I went to Pinnacle Career Institute uh, right off of uh, State Line. And I got, that's where I got my CMA. And when I transferred from outpatient neurology to inpatient, um, they consider it a lateral move. So I didn't have to get a full CNA certification since a CMA is technically a step above a CNA. NA. Okay. Yeah. And so which, which role are you working in now then? The CNA. We call it CA. We're clinical associate, but it's the okay. same thing. Clinical associate. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so you were working at Advent Health Shawnee Mission. Mm -hmm. uh, I noticed you had two awards, the Disabilities uh, Whole Care Award and uh, the Superstar Award in the last two yeah. years. Um, what, what's your role at, at Advent Health where you're working with your patients now? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I work bedside. I'm in the float pool, which is really nice because you get to see all the hospital. Um, mostly my biggest concern is always safety. You know, nurses and doctors are worrying about tests and lab results and stuff like that. I am mo mainly, excuse me, mainly concerned with like patient falls. 
Um, 60% of all falls happen in the bathroom. So when I'm, we call it toileting a patient. So when I'm taking a patient to the bathroom that can't ambulate on their own, if they need a gate belt or a walker or some sort of other assistive device, my main goal is safety. So I'm always trying to keep them safe because the last thing we want is a fall in the hospital. Right. Absolutely. Um, so we talked a little bit about your inspiration about, you know, your whole family is involved in the medical field. Yeah. And how you um, kind of went about getting into it. What's something that you wish you would have known in high school uh, or right after high school that would help you in your career now? Yeah, um, is is the one thing I wish I would have known. Like cause I was, like I said, really into photography, and that was what, what I was passionate about at the time. And what I thought was I could only have one passion. Like right. there's one single thing that I want to do for the rest of my life, and I just got burnt out on it. And then, you know, my sister was a, is a pediatric nurse. She used to work at Children's Mercy. Um, and hearing all the stories that she did, having that kind of human interaction where, you know, someone is in need, they're sick, and they come to you for help is, is a pretty empowering thing. And so then I went to school for that, or went to school to get my medical assistant license. And then I um, decided to transfer more to inpatient, and it just kind of exploded from there. So, like, the one thing I would say is just don't pick just one thing uh, broaden your, your views, think about other things, take a lot of classes and a lot of different courses, really see what you want to do. Yeah. What, uh, so you said the end goal is being a nurse. What yeah. is, or what's your, uh, path line timeline kind of look towards that? It's going to be, well, to, to get your, your art, you can do like, um, a two-year degree and then work as a nurse and then continue to get your bachelor's degree after that, which is okay. likely what I will do. Um, right. I would like to be in the wound care field, which is, you know, you're dealing with diabetic foot ulcers, pressure wounds, you know, if you, someone, you have a leg amputated, you have to put a wound back on, something like that. Um, that I would have to go to school for another two years for, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, and with that, uh, I mean, two, well, two, four or six years right. of school for that, um, right now as a CNA, what's a book that you would recommend for a high schooler or uh, a college kid that is interested in the healthcare field? Sure. It's, it's going to sound kind of stupid, but a medical dictionary. Okay. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. And the nice thing about medical dictionaries is they have pictures. So if you are looking for something in the medical field and you, you're worried it might gross you out, look at a medical dictionary. It'll give you some good reference. Some good, good viewpoints of yeah. what's going on in, the, in your daily life. Um, so what's a product, uh, daily, daily product that you use uh, in your routine that, that helps your uh, safety of your patients? Yeah, actually, I can I can show you one sec. Yep. So these are my trauma shears. Okay. They fold out. Um, I use these a lot, especially when I get floated down to the ER. Uh, if a patient comes in that's coding or is what we call postcode, you have to cut off their clothes, and these are really handy. Um, they, I got them off Amazon. They're not cheap. They're about 80 bucks, but they are absolutely worth the money. Um, and I use these not just when I'm in the ER, but every day, if you need to cut anything, these are a great thing to have. And they're nice because they're foldable. So they're yeah. compact and they don't cut off your, 
or they, my old scissors used to cut my scrubs up. So they've got a little clip on the side. They just clips right into your pocket. These things are fantastic. That's cool. I like that. Um, so when you're floating around, you're doing your different roles and your safety and your, what I, I know there is no typical day hmm. in healthcare, uh, career fields, but a typical week, you know, what, what's a, a week look like for, um, for you and your position? Sure. Um, one of the nice things about the flow pool, uh, especially is that we get unlimited overtime at Advent Health. So you're only required to work three days a week, but you can pick up whenever, which is really nice because you can, uh, if it's in the same pay period, you can schedule yourself a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the first week, and then a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the second week, and have eight days off in between, but still be full time. Right. Um, so that's really nice for me. Um, typical day, depending on what floor you're on, you know, you've got different things you need to do at certain times. Like you have to, we get uh, vital signs every four hours. So at seven, 11 and three, you're getting vital signs. If anybody's diabetic, you have to get a blood sugar before meals. Um, if they're what we call NPO, which is nothing by mouth, they can't eat or drink anything, but they're diabetic. We have to get it every four hours. So it's nine, uh, one and five. So the biggest thing that I do like that on a day is like you'll come in, you'll get report from the night aid. You go in, you'll start your morning vitals, then you'll get breakfast ready. You'll get blood sugars before that. And then you'll work on bathing people, toileting people until about 11 o'clock when you need to get your 11 o'clock vitals. And then you get your blood sugars before lunch. Lunch comes in, you do the same thing until about three where you get vitals again. And then at about dinner supposed to come around five o'clock. So you get blood sugars around then, and then you just keep going. Okay. So it's, it's a busy day. There's it, 12 hour shifts are long, but it's rewarding. How many patients are you working with then? Uh, I know each, each nurse has their, their caseload. Mm -hmm. uh, how many are you, are you working with a, a specific nurse or different nurses in different loads or how does that yeah. It, it kind of varies every day. Um, you ballpark it around eight patients. Nurses should okay. get around four. Uh, if you're really short staffed, they'll stretch you. But um, usually my, my ballpark's around eight. Nurses should be around four. Okay. So you guys work, you, you had mentioned uh, the nurses and doctors being in there and around. Mm -hmm. what, who, who all do you uh, communicate with throughout the day? Lots of folks. Um, we communicate with EVS, with um, respiratory, with physical therapy, occupational therapy, dietitians, uh, doctors, nurses, social workers. Um, forgetting somebody, other people. <laughs> right. So a lot of a lot of communication going on. Oh yeah. Interaction with all the different different roles. Um, what is uh, something that communication wise would be important for a person going into the medical field to, to, you know, public speaking or, um, like note taking stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, nowadays with everything being electronic, it's nice to have a scratch piece of paper so that you don't forget something because everything goes by so fast that when something happens, if you can write it down, set it in your pocket. And then if you need to tell somebody later, you've got a reference point for it. 
is it happens a lot when you're you're working with a patient another call light goes off a fall alarm goes off something like that and you have to rush out it's easy to forget what you were doing just because you've got so much going on but if you've got some paper and some time you can write something down that is really important that you need to tell a nurse the nurse could then tell a doctor and then you've got that kind of chain of communication that really helps benefit the patient right absolutely um, so you'd mentioned kind of that, that schedule of being able to, to put your own hours and own days yep. in, what are some of the other benefits that you see? Like I always, people always joke with PE teachers that all you do is play games with your kids all day, <laughs> you know, um, what's a, what's a benefit? Like, I mean, I do get to play games with my kids also when I'm playing in PE class. Um, but what's a benefit you get to see as a CNA working at Advent? Yeah, absolutely. You see real differences in patients' lives. And that's real big for me, because especially when you see somebody come in that, you know, is on a lot of oxygen and then you come in the next day and they've titrated that oxygen down, like they're on 10 liters and now they're on five liters. The next day after that, they're on room air. So it's it's nice to see improvement in patients. And it's really rewarding to see that your hard work is actually paying off. Okay. Um and you had mentioned that you you do the float pool. What is yeah. what is the benefit of choosing float pool versus a specific uh, section of the hospital? Yeah, um, the thing I like the most about the float pool is the fact that you get to experience everything. Um, I go to all the units except the birth center. I don't go there, but I go to the ER. I go to our psych floor. Um, I go to our progressive care unit, our heart neurovascular units, uh, med surge, ortho, short stay, all that stuff. Um, and it's nice because you learn little tricks that nurses and other aides find on one floor that another floor doesn't necessarily know about. So you can use that everywhere you go. Right. And it's nice to get you get a more broad picture of the hospital in general, instead of just kind of growing to the size of your own fishbowl, you get a much bigger sampling of everything the hospital has to offer. Right. Absolutely. So I think what you're saying, you know, of being able to see everything that's going on in the hospital, if if Mm -hmm. a, a student gets their CNA out in high school, gets a job straight out of high school and is working like what you kind of said to get their nurse, um, you know, working as a CNA for, in the float pool for a year while they find what they're interested in would yeah. probably be a huge benefit to a lot of people if no they doubt. if they don't know a specific um, nursing path that they want to go down. Um, and then my last question is, this is a one that I'd like to ask everybody, is if you don't like blank, then being a CNA is not for you. <laughs> Bad smells. Bad smell, okay. <laughs> The hospital will provide you a, a myriad of awful smells, and if if they get to you, it's going to be a rough day. <laughs> I can completely understand that. Well, Alex, <laughs> thank you for spending 15, yeah. 20 minutes with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to uh, come tour or look at Advent Health, do you have a, a best way for them to look into that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can email my manager. She's always really great about stuff. Her name's Donna Neighbors. It's just first name dot last name at Advent Health. So Donna dot Neighbors N A B O R S at Advent Health. She's always giving tours. She's always looking for new people. So she's a really good resource to have. Awesome. Well, thank you again for your time. Yeah. We really appreciate it and uh, explaining what you do as a CNA. No problem.
Pearson system. Thank you.